Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, and my guest today, I think it's fair to say, also love movies. It's Sunday, June 26, 2022, and my guests are Frank Castillo, David Earle, and Dan Merle. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. 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 <laughs> uh, let's meet everybody individually and alphabetically, starting with... Uh, Comedy Central Roast Battle 2 champion, Frank Castillo is here. Hello, Frank. What up, Doug? Great to see you and hear you. <laughs> yeah, mostly hearing. We uh, turn the cameras off and pretend like we're on old-timey radio or a uh, four-way phone call, however you want to look at it. Party and, line. Uh, yeah, party line, and it's a party time. Uh, we had a great time last night in Bakersfield. Of all places. Of all the places. You'd look at a map and go, Bakersfield? Probably not a great time. Turns out, uh, surprisingly, a uh, delightful time hanging out in Bakersfield. Yeah, the beer was great. Uh, the crowd was really, really fun. It was actually a really solid venue. Me and Taylor played uh, arcade games next door for like an hour and a half. Yeah, we should say what these places are called. Timblor Brewing mm -hmm. Company in, you know, especially like if you're passing through Bakersfield, if you're driving the, along the grapevine one way or the other and you uh, pass through uh, Bakersfield, this is a great place to stop off day or night, I'm guessing. Timblor Brewing Company. It's a place where you just sit around and eat and drink and there's giant, giant vats of beer being made right there uh, while you're sitting next to it. Yeah, it was amazing. And they had comedy. And they had a comedy show. So we had delicious beer and did some comedy. And everyone in the audience was drunk on beer. And, uh, or trying to be. 
and uh, it was a wonderful time. And thanks for being there, and thanks for keeping it together to do this today. My pleasure. I did wake up uh, pretty late today. Oh, what's the name of that place next door to Tumblr that you were playing the games at? Oh, I cannot remember, but I won my wife a Yoda plushie. <laughs> up 50 bucks. Oh, oh that's good. That's, I'm glad Disney's getting a proper plug. Yeah. <laughs> that worked out good. All right. Well, thanks for being here, dude. Um, my next guest, I'm so excited about this, uh, from the movie that's in theaters now, that goes by the name Brian and Charles. It's David Earl. Hello, David. Hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for being Would here. Would you have preferred the robot? <laughs> um, <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm uh, you know a little obsessed with robots and movie robots, and right. uh, I, I appreciate you being here as the the human side of the <laughs> latest. You the latest robot and person uh, movie. Uh, I have not uh, seen it yet. I'm excited to see it all the way back from Sundance. People can't stop uh, talking about it and raving about it. Wow. Uh, wholesome is what they say all the time about it. Do you, do you, do you take that? Do you, did you set out to make something wholesome? Yeah, we did actually. Um, and we, we made some changes in the edit. Um, because uh, they were a little bit disgusted. There's a point where Charles sort of dies for 10 minutes and vomits oil. We're like, oh, no one wants to look at that. But um, I worked for ET, though, didn't it? Yeah, but the oil didn't look very good. People, Black oil liked, people love sick ET. And then, and then he came back 10 minutes later. It was a real tearjerker. You, you're letting us get out of this movie without crying? Yeah, well, but there's another bit where the mouse crawled okay. out of his crawled out of his <laughs> mouth as well. And that was horrible as well. He just kept vomiting every ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that is an interesting issue for robots. Is that should they even really be eating anything? <laughs> yeah. Well, he does. He seems to. You know, nice. they think they're human. They start eating, and they don't have a digestive system and all that business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 we didn't certainly we certainly didn't give any thought to that part of it so yeah he just bunked stuff in his food and hope for the into his mouth and hope for the best yeah well yeah. for our third guest today we have a certified we've actually done the paperwork a certified fan uh, of the film and uh i think it's his first time on this show which is shocking to me because he's a six-time movie trivia schmodown champion and his name is Dan Merle. Hey, Dan. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. It is my first time. I'm glad the paperwork got through in time to be officially certi certified on the show. I was very concerned it's, that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it really is. I've got an amazing team that really uh, pulled it all together, made it happen. Uh, we also got we got patched into another country for this episode. I'm grateful that David has a nice connection. And... Uh, is also staying up late with us. So <laughs> here's something nice for you to go to bed to after you're, after we're done here being stupid, yeah. uh, you can uh, just lay there with the thoughts of what uh, noted film lover, 
Dan Merle has to say about Brian and Charles. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's here we go. Here we go. Should I go into it now? Cause it's, it's yeah, it's, please it's, tell it's, him, it, tell him to his face. Have oh, please. To tell we him do like an hour of this. Uh, <laughs> it was one of my favorite. This is my first year I've ever done Sundance and it's cause they did it virtually. I've never been able to actually go and I've never been on this. Is my first like full year with real movies coming out like all year that I've been a critic, like independently. So I did Sundance virtually this year and it's like, there's like a list of endless possibilities. It was literally like three 16 hour days straight of movies. And I was just picking movies and I was looking at the list and I saw Brian and Charles and I have a great affinity for uh, a British comedy, number one uh, and silliness, number two. And I read it and I'm just like, this sounds like it's right up my alley. And it, it very much was, but it's like, it's, you know, I feel like when people use that word, like sweet, people think like it's somehow like lightweight, but it's like, it's just such a funny, sweet, like hilarious movie. It's, it's very much my style of comedy. And I did a, um, I did a meeting with some of uh, my Patreon uh, folks earlier today, actually right before this. And it's come out in some theaters here in the U S but mm it's not like a super wide, like, you know, 4,000, you know, light year release. Cause you know, they had to have all of those empty theaters playing light year last week. And Brian and Charles could only, you know, have a very few of them. Um, and I played a clip of the, uh, of Charles wanting to sit in the front uh, oh, yeah. when they're going into town. And it, yeah. I, I will tell you, it, it crushed it. Killed, like people were just like, I have to go find this movie. So it's, I'm very happy to spread the word about this movie because I love it so much. It's one of my favorites this year. Well, thank you so much. Honestly, it's so nice to hear that. Because, um, uh, you know, yeah. It just sounds like this movie, uh, you know, moves, moves the, uh, the game forward, as it were, for uh, robot rights. Yeah. It's very pro-robot. You know, pro yeah. If you like will. it sounds <laughs> very, uh, yeah. like they're lovely. Very, really humane <laughs> approach to robots. Um, and, uh, were you so David, you co-wrote this movie and co-star in it. Yeah. And uh how much were you and uh everyone else involved? Were, were you is there any particular robot movies that uh inspired your robot situation? <laughs> so yes, um so how did so I I've been doing stand up in the UK as like a as Brian and he was like a terrible stand-up comedian that was his that was the character so um so i've been doing that for a while and Very then i started yeah 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 yes <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't write any traditional jokes so i thought i'll just go on stage and make people feel uneasy for 20 minutes and um and then i i thought oh, i'll do an internet radio show and make him like the world's worst phone-in host so while i was doing that the producer of the uh, movie Rupert called in. He was too shy to talk, so he he used this software, and one of the voices was Charles. So we started this relationship over Skype. And so I'll, I'll ask Rupert. I asked Rupert a question, and he'd take sort of twenty seconds to reply. But it's, it's quite fun just waiting that pregnant pause. And and then while we we're doing it, Chris, who's in the robot in the film, he. He was listening and really enjoyed it. He said, oh, we've got to do this live. Let me build the robot and we'll do some live gigs. So he built Charles over the course of like nine minutes. And, uh, 
and uh, we did some festivals and yeah, so it was all Chris's. Chris thought he sounded like a professor. So he just got some wool and put it on some on a mannequin's head, attached that to a <laughs> that's attached to a like a litter picker. And then that controls the mouth. And then Chris just got inside a cardboard box and <laughs> that was it. There's not a lot to it. Yeah. Well, that's what I love because I looked up some of the after I saw the movie, I went back and realized that, like this, like you said, you've been live stuff and had done yeah. a short. And I love that like quote unquote Hollywood Charles looks pretty much like regular Charles. Like there wasn't like a, a yeah. Hollywood makeover. Like it's no. so lo-fi. It's hilarious. Well, we definitely wanted to, we wanted to have that thing where the audience are watching going, well, well, that's just a bloke in a box. Why am I watching this? <laughs> so, we wanted to box, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I've seen some reviews saying, well, you can see it's like a human being's finger. I'm like, well, well yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, so we did sort of, we enhanced the box a little bit. It, it's a bit sturdier for the film. And we gave him a little bit of, yeah, um, something around his knees and his uh, his calves. But we wanted to keep it the same. So it just felt a bit cheeky. Um, <laughs> see if we can get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there yeah, were times I- when he walked on set as Charles. I was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> how did we get funding for this <laughs> yeah yeah but, it's yeah. not like a you know it's not like a day or two commitment like your feature length committed to this idea I know. this guy in the box is gonna be people are gonna buy into it yeah we definitely have moments where we were losing confidence on set <laughs> but, <laughs> but because we because we made the short and that kind of went down well and people seem to buy into them and it. We're like, okay, just crack on. Yeah, that, that definitely crossed. must have helped a great deal. Because if you just yeah. started with the feature length thing, you might have really had some 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 doubts. We would never have. No one would have funded it if it was. Just, yeah, <laughs> no it's a guy in a box. What are you yeah. talking about? Give us some yeah. money. <laughs> I know. Are we keep pinching ourselves that you know we got a script commission and we thought, well, okay, we got a script commission. It's never going to get made. And then, oh, it's getting made. And then lockdown hit. Oh, okay. Ours is going to be the first one they shelf. Oh, God, it's not. Oh, right. We're filming it now. And yeah, just every step of the way, we're like, bloody hell. Yeah. It's, it's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there would, you know, you don't have to, when one of the characters is a robot, you don't have to worry about them, you know, getting sick. That's no. a, that's a sturdy player you've got right, right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they didn't know it was a guy in a box. They didn't realize he's just as, as just as dangerous. Um, yeah. All right. So speaking of robots, I gotta know. Starting with you, Dan, uh, do you have a favorite robot movie? Oh wow! I mean, yeah, it's might tough be a, because might be a, a tough one. I remember we did it when I because I, I was a screen junkies for years and years before this. And we did a video that was like best movie robots. And the comment section was all about why what we said were robots weren't robots. They're like, well, that's not a robot. That's a, that's right. an Android. And that, well, a robot's yeah. an automaton. And that's so C-3PO is not a robot because obviously it's so it's like, I don't even know. I, I mean, <laughs> is it offensive if I say the iron giant is a robot? Because I feel like some I, people will I legitimately get robot. offended. I think I it's would, a large would, robot. 
I would call the iron giant a robot. And thus I would say that's one of the best robot movies ever made. But then I think that people would get angry that I was like minimizing the iron giant by calling him a robot. Oh, you can be I'm more than a robot. robot. I'm calling him a robot. Maybe history will judge me poorly, but I am calling the Iron Giant a robot, and I'm saying that that is like maybe the best robot movie ever made. I mean, I subscribed to a channel I saw it on, and the channel is called Robot Plus. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the top robot movies. Uh, Yeah, I I think it qualifies as a robot movie, but you're right. When somebody makes a top 20 robot movie list, there's going to be people going to pick at it like crazy. Because of yes. how much of a robot the person is, could, could it? Could it? Could we decide right now that it comes down to artificial intelligence, and it doesn't matter what it, it is inside, what it's, you know, or how much of it. Right. If it's metal, it just be metal- as long as there's some artificial <laughs> intelligence. Yes. It's not skin and bone. <laughs> For the sake of argument, I think maybe. Well, I feel like if it has artificial intelligence, it's still technically a robot, right? See, that's what we got into with this argument because they're like, no, because a <laughs> robot's an automaton. So then that is not a robot. I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but automaton, automaton that like realize <laughs> it's gained sentience. You know what I mean? It's like it's like if a car was able to start thinking. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 trust me, it's a whole can of worms. So perhaps the broader definition is best. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It really does become when does a piece of mechanics become a, a robot and when does a robot uh, have intelligence? Yes, yeah, these exactly. Are, these are stages that have to be determined by somebody. <laughs> yeah. I think they covered this in the animatrix. I think they did. It's I we're getting right. very deeply. I, yes. I think you're very right about that. So Frank, do you have a favorite robot movie? Uh, robot? I, I, Iron giant was actually going to be my pick too. That is the one movie where like I cry describing the ending to people. <laughs> like I can't cause, you're, Cause you're sad that you're ruining the ending for people. <laughs> I mean, just because of how sad that movie is. It's such a good movie. And it really Finch is also Finch. Oh, yeah. Finch is the uh, Tom Hanks one with the dog and the robot. Oh, yeah. They, we, when we were editing Brian and Charles, we saw that come out. And like, oh, no. Sounds exactly the same. <laughs> we got to get a dog. <laughs> 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 what I love about Finch is you look at the poster as Tom Hanks, a robot, and a dog that's like, a, I guess, a terrier or something. And and then all it says is Finch. And to me, it's like, well, that could be any of those three. <laughs> any of them could be Finch. That's hilarious. You know what I mean? I need a little bit more information. But I, I, <laughs> I've heard from people like our friend Frank Castillo here that, uh, that it's a great movie. But is that just because you love robots, Frank? I, I think it's because I love Tom Hanks. Okay. Mm. Well... You're going to have to check out Brian and Charles that doesn't have Tom Hanks, but it does have robots. Bye. Yeah, I saw the uh, trailer for it's the movie. It's got robots. It's something I look forward to watching. That's awesome. You can uh, see it in theaters now. Am I going to cry? Because uh, the way you're describing it, it sounds like I'm going to cry. You're going to cry laughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that was yeah. terrible. I sound like I'm on the publicity team for the movie. No, I'm um, loving it. I'm really enjoying <laughs> it. <laughs> I like the idea of people seeing this movie in theaters because I feel like um, it, it, it'd be fun to laugh together at this 
you know, particular movie. That's the vibe I'm getting, sight unseen. (laughs) Someone sent us a tweet this morning that they were sat behind a woman in the theatre and she just went, oh, this is silly, and got up and walked out after 10 minutes. I love a silly movie. Come what on. was she expecting? <laughs> what what oh, yeah. part? Silly. <laughs> what? I mean, if you're not into kind of pine cones being glued on bags, it would wind you up a bit, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I see her point a little bit. If you yeah. So fucking funny. I'm going to go see this drama today about a Welsh farmer who builds his own robot. It looks like a very serious yeah, drama. Yeah, no yeah. silliness involved. <laughs> no, but it's no. so funny to me that she's just like, oh, this is silly. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, out loud. Yeah, really angry with it. Yeah. Uh, did you, for the title, uh, Brian and Charles, did you have to consider whether or not to use, actually use the word and or uh, ampersand? Did you actually pick? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> we just went for the and. Just went for right. The and. Oh, you don't yeah. care how they how anybody spells it. It just means and, right? It doesn't matter if it's an ampersand or. Oh, no, I haven't even thought about the ampersand. Um, right. Option. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, if they put that, an ampersand in there, I would have gone. What are they doing that for? Well, because you have like an ampersand when it's two people, like you and the other person you wrote it with have an ampersand between your names because you did it together. Right. So are Brian and Charles together in some way, or are they just two two individuals with an and in between? Oh, wow. That's a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> it's half ten at night here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, you should I'll email you. you. I'll email you the answer. <laughs> just, just imagine the things I'd be asking you if I'd seen the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you're really clutching at straws here. Um, all right. So uh, before we get into the games portion of the show, I like to ask all of my guests to just recommend one movie. And we'll start with you, Frank. What's your uh, recommendation this time? I think I think you were on the record once before with Finch. Oh, um, uh, what have you got for us this time? Oh, shit. It was on Netflix. I think it's this foreign movie. Shit, I got to look it up. It's called like... No, no, tell me a little bit more about it. Don't look things up. It makes it seem like you're cheating later in the show. Oh, no, no. I'm going to tell you. I'm trying to remember what it was. I I think it's like Sins of the Devil or something like that. It's about this uh, woman who used to work for an author who wrote like scary, uh, like serial killer uh, books. Right. And this then, all uh, sounds familiar. This all sounds like something I didn't wa- watch, but I yeah, saw. I, I, he makes like an attempt, uh, like he like makes like a pass at her at work and then like this huge lawsuit and then like really fucked up shit starts happening to her and her family. And it's like right. a really great movie. It doesn't. Okay. It, yeah. Oh, God. All right. So it's on Netflix and it's. Uh, I'll have to think of it. Give me a sec. I mean, any movie title's got devil in it, I'm already like going to mix it up with something else because the, the devil's all over the place in, in titles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to, uh, to David. Could you please recommend a movie? Does it have to be new? Or, no, it could be from, oh. you know, just something you think people should see or you or that you just particularly like. So you like I mean, to- your, your audience probably not, but my favorite movie is um, American Movie, the documentary. Yes, oh, yes. So good. 
That's oh. a terrific one. You, you, I think you win already. Oh, uh, so have you met him? Yeah. Have you had him on the podcast? No, I have not met him or had him on the podcast, but, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm certainly not against the idea because, uh, that, that movie's, that movie's really, uh, it's terrific. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard for a documentary to be like a funny, like a movie where all the comedy was planned, you know, like it's just yeah. so, it's so beautiful how it, how it worked out. That was definitely that an influence for Brian and Charles, that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It feels scripted. It feels like it was written. Like it does, isn't it? I don't know mm -hmm. if I'd believe that it was fake <laughs> if it came out today. I'd be like, somebody's <laughs> someone's pulled my leg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Um, all right. So uh who does that leave? Oh, uh, the Wrath of God. Now I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> the Wrath of God. So it's got uh is that the one with Nicolas Cage? No, no, no. This is like uh I think this movie's um from like Italy or some shit. Uh I think his is called just Wrath of God with no the, but I think he was in a Wrath of God thing. Cause I can picture, you know, Nicolas Cage face screaming. I know there's an Sounds old right. Western movie called The Wrath of God. Yeah, it's one of those titles. I I've spoken of this before on the show. I'm I'm not liking that things can just like like there's this new movie, this new Adam Sandler movie that I liked about basketball called Hustle. But it's like mm -hmm. there's a movie in the 70s with Burt Reynolds called Hustle. Like what? You can't think of something else. Like it has to be this, just the same exact name as in a previous thing. Mm -hmm. Hustle, the non-Burt like, Reynolds movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like The Gift, um, that movie. I remember there was a great Sam Raimi movie, oh, I think, called The Gift. And then yeah. uh, Jason Bateman and Joel Edgerton are in a yeah. movie. It's They're also like, called yeah, the gifts. So I have to specify. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can't say the special gift or the unusual gift or anything. <laughs> yeah. It's confusing. Just a different, different title. Would it kill you? <laughs> uh, all right. So Dan, could you give us a recommendation? I mean, you've been seeing everything lately. It sounds like. I, I, I see as much as I can in theaters. I would recommend the black phone, which is a great movie um, that's directed mm -hmm. by Scott Derrickson. Um, it stars Ethan Hawke as this, mm -hmm. this guy called the, the grabber who, uh, mm. who, who kidnaps kids and oh, locks God. them in his basement. And it's like, it, but it's like, it's like survival. It's not like awful, like depressing. It's like a survival story. Uh, it's really, really good. And then on Netflix, there's a, a film from India called, RRR or triple R. Oh my God. Um, it's so good. It's, I just watched it's three hours long. It feels like it's an hour and a half. It's so good. I have not, uh, you know, dug in and watched it yet because I, you know, I, I can tell I'm going to love it, but I also, the three hours is, you know, quite daunting, especially because I'm sure a great deal of that is actually pretty, uh, pretty terrifying stuff with, uh, wild animals. I mean, yeah, it's, I think the lady who walked out of Brian and Charles would really think this movie is silly because it is all over the place. I mean, it is just like, it is bonkers. It is, it is, but it's, it's bonkers in such a good way. Wow. 
Uh, all right. So I, I, I did get an email from somebody like the second it came on, just going, just do yourself a favor and watch it. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> and then I saw that it was three hours long and I watched a brief clip and I was like, I don't know if I can handle three hours, <laughs> but, uh, but I will give, I will give it a go, but, uh, wait, so what was the other, so you have to pick one though. You just need to decide on one right now. So you want to, right. well, uh, I guess, RRR will be on Netflix no matter what. So I'll pick the black phone because uh, it's a great little, uh, it's being sold as a horror movie. It's more of a thriller and uh, you know, they make decisions yeah. based on how many people go to see things. So I'll, I'll, I will settle on the black phone. I'll say that's let's get phone. people to go out to the theaters and yes. see black phone. Yes. Uh, and uh, I, it's funny that I've always, I've always enjoyed when Ethan Hawke does his yelly voice, you know, I, uh, I got to see him in a play on Broadway where he had got, got all yelly voice at one point and you know how loud and scary and intimidating it is. And then for it to now be in a horror movie is, I find that uh, delightful. Yes. It's a good contrast. He goes from like gravelly Ethan Hawk to like yelly Ethan. It's very it's yeah. good performance. He's good in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. These are great, uh, great recommendations. Thank you for those. And we're going to play some games right after uh, these messages. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We are back, and the first game we're going to play today, I mean, you'll figure out why we're doing this uh, as soon as I tell you about it. It's called You Robot, Me Robot, and uh, here's how it works. I'll say a fact. Could be fun, could be not so fun, but either way, you tell me if that fact applies to the movie I, Robot, or the movie Chappie, or both. God, I've never seen. <laughs> You've never seen iRobot or Chappie? No, that's terrible. Okay. That's all right. I can. Well, that'll um... make you just. I think you'll still remain competitive because yeah. I don't know how much these other gentlemen know about either of those movies. Not much. I'll tell you that much. Not all. And sometimes you can okay. just figure it out because here's yeah. what's going to happen: is Frank's going to go first. I'm going to give him a fact, and then he's going to tell me iRobot, Chappie, or both. If he gets it wrong, then it goes to David. Now it's been narrowed down to two, so you just pick one of the two remaining ones. And if you miss it, then it goes to Dan, and he gets the gimme point on that uh, first one. And each time somebody gets a point, the next person it goes first in the, in the next round. And there's just a few rounds. All right. There's, a, there's yeah. so little you need to know about these films uh, <laughs> to take a guess. Uh, but sometimes it's fun to figure it out. So, Frank, here is uh, the first fact is based on a book. 
And uh, your options once again are iRobot, Chappie, or both. I feel like iRobot is based on a book. But not Chappie, you're saying. Not Chappie. So not Chappie, not both iRobot and Chappie. Did I say that right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct, sir. You did it. You cracked the code right out of the gate. You figured out that iRobot is based on literature and Chappie is based on God knows what. (laughs) An idea the screenwriters had. All right. So Frank's on the board with one point. But that means David gets to go first on this next one. Are you ready, David? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, iRobot, Chappie, or both is rated PG-13 by our system, which I'm not sure how it differs from your current system. But All our right. PG-13 means you, you should be 13 to get in, but nobody cares. <laughs> Mm. Nobody checks. Uh, Brian and Charles, of course, is a PG. What's a PG? What's PG? <laughs> exactly. It means like there must be like one. Somebody must say shit or maybe there must be something that's just a little yeah. bit saucy. I guess it's a little bit saucy. But, yeah. but so little. It takes so little. Like nobody wants to be rated G anymore because then that means it's strictly for children. And now there's so many animated movies that are, you know, for all ages uh, that mm-hmm. it's real stigma to say you're rated, rated G. So I'm sure even if you didn't have somebody would have to fart or something in your movie to get you, you they would insist you get the PG and okay. not get saddled with a G for being uh, too sweet. <laughs> I think the bullies, I think the bullies probably took it up to a PG. Oh, there you That's go. That's enough yeah. to bump it up to a PG. Bullies, bullies yeah. will totally take any movie up. And, and they do a lot of farting as well. Yeah. <laughs> the farting bullies are really a one. <laughs> yeah. I should have done that. You're lucky you, you dodged an R. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, that would have been too much. Yeah. Uh, both. Both. You're, you're going with both of those. Yeah. You're saying that a Chappie and iRobot yeah. are both rated PG-13. Mm. I'm sorry, David. That is incorrect. Dan, what does that leave you with? What do you think it is? I I, I believe I'm 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 90% sure that iRobot was not rated PG, uh, rated R because it was a big Will Smith tentpole movie. So I, I'm going to say that only iRobot was rated PG-13. Okay, so is rated PG-13. iRobot is correct. You did it. <clears throat> Congratulations. Thank you. But Frank, Frank, this is this game is yours to lose. Also, the first game doesn't matter, David. No. It's yeah, don't don't let it don't annoying. let this affect you at all. It doesn't matter. Okay. First game okay. doesn't matter. All right. You wait till you hear what the prize is for the winning the first game. It's 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 not worth the trouble. Okay. <laughs> Frank? Yep. <clears throat> iRobot Chappie or both has the song Superstition by Stevie Wonder in it. Just iRobot. You're going just iRobot has Superstition by the great Stevie Wonder. That's your answer. Mm-hmm. 
I love how you stick to your answers, Frank, especially when you're right. That is wow. correct. You win this one time only game called You Robot, Me Robot. <laughs> Congratulations, Frank Castillo. I'll tell you what you won uh, right after this break. We'll be right back. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We're back, and Frank won our first game, which is so appropriate because uh, has anybody seen that uh, that movie uh, Robot and Frank? Yeah, with Frank Langella? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it, but I know of it. Yeah, it's a real thing. And... Uh, and we're here talking about robots with Frank. It's so, this is so fun. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, you know, give a little, a little extra to the booking agent this week. This is terrific. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So Frank won, uh, he's in the position to go first in our second and final game. That's all he won by uh, winning that first game is he just gets to go first in this next game. Only becomes an advantage, really, if we go to a tiebreaker because uh, everybody gets one turn to go first. It will rotate who goes first in each round. But the game we're going to play is called Filmily Feud. It's like Family Feud, the TV game show, but, uh, you know, with film references and questions. All right. Uh, yeah. 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 So I will give you the question that I posed to the internet. And then I, each of you will guess which one you think got the highest percentage of votes by, you know, just random people on Twitter and uh, not, you know, not that the people themselves are random, but just, I just mean whoever answers the poll, I don't know who they are. So sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they answer truthfully and other times they answer like they're on the internet answering questions <laughs> um so you just don't know where it's gonna go so it's kind of fun to try to figure it out and uh, so i'll tell you what i posted what question i posted and the four options that i gave them in advance i just had to narrow these down to just four options and then uh frank will go first frank will choose uh between uh the four options which one do you think gets the highest percentage and the other two will choose uh, after that, after Frank will go to Dan and then to David. And then uh, around like that, uh, each time you each get to pick one and then I'll, you know, I'll tell you the percentages and that's the number of points you get. So we'll start with Frank. The question I posed, didn't even put a question mark. I just wrote best movie robot. And, you know, I turned off the comments because I didn't need to hear it from people which ones really are robots and which ones aren't for some reason. And the four that I picked for them to choose from were Bumblebee uh, from, you know, Transformers stuff, uh, Baymax from Big Hero 6, Wall-E from the film of the same name, or 
of course, Hal from 2001 Space Odyssey. Ooh. So, Frank, you go first. Out of those four, which one do you think people think is the best movie robot? And, of course, these people have not met Charles yet, so we don't need to even... Yeah, he'll, he'll, he's going to go rocketing up the list. I'm yeah, sure. Big time. I would have to say Wally. You're going Wally. Yeah, he saved humanity. Oh, okay. So that makes him the best robot. I don't know. I'm not even sure what quality is going to be. Yeah, that robot. was the thing. Cause it's like, if we're talking about like the best evil robot, how, Yeah. Yeah. Dan, what do you think? It's tough because I'm not answering. I have to answer based on potential Twitter answers which is very it's a it's a it is a boy it is a quagmire um all right i'm just gonna i'm gonna try not to second guess myself too much i'm gonna go with how the how okay. 2001 I'm, I'm gonna pick how that's reasonable now david this is the only round where you have to pick third so you you know you you do get uh you know you're left with what you're left with which is uh bumblebee that guy. Or Baymax. Bumblebee. That guy. Bumblebee. You like that Bumblebee guy? <laughs> yeah, I like, like the sound of him. Yeah. Yeah. No one's gone for him, is that they? Uh, you know, the internet, I don't know exactly how they feel about Bumblebee, but in this particular poll, uh, they were not kind to Bumblebee. Okay. As it turns out, Bumblebee came in fourth place with only oh. 8% of the vote. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. But those 8% are probably super into Bumblebee. <laughs> and then uh, uh, next in line after Bumblebee was Hal. They perhaps oh. maybe because the movie's too old or something, uh, only got uh, 16%. Mm-hmm. I should have known that to pick the old movie. What was I thinking? Of the, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's hard to tell sometimes where it sticks with people and what doesn't. Um, and then uh, Baymax got uh, 17%. And Wally walked away, and it's not a spring chicken. That's not a recent movie. Uh, Wally walked away at fifty nine percent. Oh, yeah, humanity. Yeah. Right. So Frank's got a, a a hot lead for a second at fifty nine points, and Dan's got sixteen. David's got eight. But I'm telling you, it's it's anybody's game <laughs> at this point. That's the best and, I've ever done. <laughs> and uh, Dan starts us off on this next round. And then, uh, then David, and then Frank, um, Dan. What do you think? These Twitter monsters, <laughs> my, my Twitter babies. What do you think they responded to when I wrote "worst movie robot"? Mm. Worst one. Same choices: Bumblebee, Baymax, Wall-E. How oh. this is the question of the fickleness of the internet. These two questions were asked within minutes of each other. Oh, this is so tough. I, you know, I think I don't know your audience personally yet. I haven't yet met all of them <laughs> individually, but I, I, th- I think that you're, you cultivate a bit of a cinephile audience perhaps. And so I'm going to say perhaps the, um, the ill will toward the transformers franchise carried over to Bumblebee. And I will pick Bumblebee as the their pick for the worst movie robot. Okay. Hmm. David, what do you think of the remaining? I feel like my timing in this game's doesn't help me. Um, what's the second one? Baymax. Baymax, Wally, or yeah. how? Okay. 
Uh, so when you say worst, as in uh, most forgettable. I wish I knew what I meant by worst <laughs> or what they were thinking when they answered, because okay. it's just worst. Because it could be like, you know, like like the one that's worst to mankind, like, you know, yeah. like an evil robot or worst. I want to go for Hal in like case nobody, they thought that. What's that? I'm going to go for Hal in case they were thinking that. Okay. Yeah. So David's got Hal and that leaves uh, our good old Baymax and Wally to Frank for Frank to choose from. Uh, Baymax. Okay. What do you want to hear first? The one that got the least amount or the one that got the most? Let's go with least. All right. Because nobody picked it. Wally only got 10%. Mm. I guess Wally doesn't do anything, uh, you know, that we can judge it for. Is it, does Wally have a sex? Does Wally recognize as uh, something? I, I believe, I believe Wally is a he. I he identifies as a male robot because he hits on that one girl robot. I mean, I haven't asked, but I, that, yeah. that's my assumption. We're making assumptions about their shapes, basically. <laughs> the yeah, shapes, the shapes and the voices. Very male. Who's that? I said Wally's very male shaped. He's all blocky. Yeah. Yeah, and the other one, Eve, has got curves. But we're not talking about her right now. Let's take her out of the picture. Or maybe that's why people thought that he's the worst because he's, you know, hooking up with a cute robot. You know, those people on Twitter, they don't get, you know, they don't get enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> enough? Enough? What? Um, Baymax got 14%, Frank. You got, you got a little bit more than you would have gotten with Wally, so you were sort of cornered there. But you got mm. 14 points for that. And then next in line is Hal, but with a pretty decent number, 37%. Mm. Ooh. Uh huh, and uh, and then just a little bit above that is of course Bumblebee, at thirty nine percent. So Dan, uh, okay. Dan sniffed that one out, figured that out. Um, all right, so David, you got to go first on the okay. third round. That's gonna. <clears throat> There's rarely a tie in this game, so this one's really it's all about this one. Um, I asked Twitter. The following best Julia robots movie. <laughs> the options are mystic robot, pretty robot, robots, 11 or Aaron Robotovich. Aaron Robotovich is the best Damn Julia yeah. robots movie. You think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I might win this tournament. <laughs> I yeah. love that it's, this is the first time anybody's called it a tournament. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, everybody, turn on the echo on your uh, on your vocals. We're in the Coliseum now, <laughs> and uh, we're down to uh, Frank. Which one do you uh, like to pick? What are my options again? Your options are Mystic Robot, Pretty Robot, or Robots Eleven. Robots 11. 
She was in Robots 12, of course, but not Robots 13. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going 11? Yeah. Frank goes 11, everybody. All right, Dan. Crucial choice right. here. That leaves you with... Um, what do you think of these uh, remaining options? A mystic robot or pretty robot? Well... I, I'm going to lean into the nature of the internet here. And for what I've seen, pretty robots tend to be somewhat popular uh, amongst the internet crowd. So I'm going to, I'm going to select pretty robot. Final answer. You're going pretty robot, eh? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'm tallying the scores. I guess I could tell you these, these in the meantime, uh, you you all sniffed it out again. Mystic Robot only got eight percent. You know, it was one of her first, one of Robots, Julia Robot's first films. An early work, yeah, yeah. So it really took uh, Pretty Woman for things to take off. So that got twenty three percent. So that adds to a twenty three to Dan's score of he's got fifteen, he's got eighteen. Uh, 78 total. Mm. All right. And then who's left? Oh, robots 11, 26%. Giving Frank a total of 99 points. David went with Aaron Robotovich. 43%. Adds 43 points to his score for a total of 88 points. It's it's shy by 11 points of Frank's 99 points. Congratulations, Frank. You did it. You're our winner today. We will have you back on the show very soon. But you get to do your plugs first. What would you like to plug? Yeah, uh, I'm uh, on the road in North and South Carolina, uh, opening up for Polly Shore. Uh, um, and then I am uh, have a great podcast called Peaked on YouTube and uh, Peaked TV on Instagram. Uh, follow me, Frank Castillo. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, man. That was, uh, that was a good job you did there. Would you say going into today that, you know, that you're – your enjoyment of robots on film uh, helped lead to this big win. Oh, absolutely! I, I it was so funny you uh, picked iRobot because it's like that was one of my more favorite movies when it came out. All right, well, congratulations. That's how these things work out sometimes. Uh, you know, you know your intense knowledge of iRobots really paid off. Who wrote the book that that was based on? I do not know. <laughs> I, I think it may have been Isaac Asimov. I, I could it be was, wrong. in I fact, may... Isaac Asimov. You, you show him off. Um, <laughs> congratulations for knowing that. And uh, David, I hope you don't feel bad that I've tried to, you know, gear it to all robots in your honor and it backfired on me. No, uh, not at all. 
and we got this other guy over here who knows more about robots for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about robots. <laughs> I really think that this is this shows that how what an original move, what an original take on robots your film is is, <laughs> is going to be because you you just don't seem to know anything about previous robot films. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was a, this was an excellent <laughs> test. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, you've been promoting this movie. It's playing here in the United States as of a couple days ago. And uh, everybody that I, you know, read on Twitter talking about it, uh, everybody finds it delightful, but the, the buzz has been great all the way back since uh, uh, Sundance. And um what else is there to know about it uh, at this time? Is there any, any any other announcements surrounding it? Not only that it's out in the UK on July the 8th. Um, oh, so it hasn't even opened there yet? No. No. Uh, oh, so you've still, still got a lot more promoting to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's exciting. I don't know how it's going to go down. I mean, yeah. So July the eighth in the UK. Wait, there's a chance that they uh, that it won't be enjoyed in the UK. You think? Well, I never. Whenever we make anything, I'm like, well, no one's going to like this. So, so if anyone likes it, it's always a real. <laughs> yeah, I see. It's, it's your overall worldview. It's not necessarily. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I, uh, I I feel like uh, you know. I feel like, you know, you made it in that language. So I think they'll appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, if you made a movie with a robot going, beep, boop, 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 then that could be, you know, that yeah, could be interested, anywhere. Not else. interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's, uh, what, what do you have uh, plans for something next? Or are you still just get, trying to get over the, uh, the, the, you know, release everywhere of the movie? Um, so I'm writing a horror with the director of Brian and Charles and me and Chris who wrote Brian and Charles, we're, we're, we're doing this, we're writing this thing at the moment and, um, yeah, it's all really early stages though. So, yeah. I mean, that um, sounds awesome that you, uh, you know, have something that you want, you know, that you all want to do together again. Yeah. We found a little, little idea that's excited us. So. Yeah, hope fingers crossed. All right. Well, 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 you know, we'll look for that. But in the meantime, everybody, including myself, needs to see Brian and Charles. Uh, we're not sure if it needs to be an ampersand. Could just be the word and. <laughs> no. You know, if you're thinking about sure. that, then you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really not. You, your head yeah, is you're not, not focusing right on the movie. If you yeah. are worried about the ampersand, wait till you see the guy in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not for picky people no. um, or annoying people. Um, but thank you so much for being here. And um, thanks for having me. And Dan Merle. Yes. What have you got to plug besides um, all the millions of things you're doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash Dan Merle movies. That's where you can find me doing box office and reviews. And I've already told my viewers they're going to get sick of me talking about Brian and Charles. So I, three of them said they went to see it. So that's upwards of like 36.
dollars. Oh, there the you gross. go. So you know, I, what I know do I say of that? What do I say of that? <laughs> I admit, like, um, I, I don't know what the conversion rate is currently. Um, <laughs> no. I have to have to look at the currency exchange rate. Um, but no, go find Brian and Charles. Hopefully, thank you. Though. I don't know the streaming plans here in the U.S., but maybe hopefully soon to watch on streaming. I don't know. Just I go find Peacock. It. For is it. that right? Peacock? Peacock. Yeah, like they have a thing with Peacock after X days right. to maybe stream, but go find right. it. You're not going to be. Yeah, sorry. don't you know, don't worry about streaming. Streaming might not be a thing anymore in a few weeks. Go see the movie in the theater mm. uh, right now. In if you fact, yes. in fact, cut it off before I do my plugs. That's how strongly I feel. <laughs> about you should go see it immediately. Um, but I do have a few things I wanted to plug. And thank you, Dan Mural. Um, July 10th, I'm doing stand-up at, uh, in Huntington Beach at a club called The Rec Room. That's an afternoon uh, matinee show. And on Sunday, July 17th, Douglas Movies returns to the Dynasty Typewriter in the Hayworth Theater in Los Angeles with some, uh, some fantastic guests, not unlike my amazing guests today. For all of my dates, go to douglasmovies.com. And uh, thank you once again to Frank Castillo, who'll be back soon. David, David Earl, who the door is always open when this uh, next one, the horror movie comes out, please come uh, you know, see us again. And by that, I mean... Okay you know, call us from wherever you're, wherever you're sitting. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Dan Burrell, thank you again to you, dude. Sorry. Uh, it's been so long before your first time, but we'll, we'll have you back as, as often as you like. Oh, anytime. Um, Let me know. I'd love it. I had a great time. All right. Well, I'll, I'll pencil you in for about seven or eight years from now. As always, <laughs> so I, I close uh, with a closing line from a, a, a movie uh, each time. And uh, so um, that includes this one. And uh, I'll give you a hint before I say it. It's the closing lines from uh, a, uh, what some would call uh, a robot movie. As always, I didn't know how long we'd have together. Who does? Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro. Cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.